be driving podcast, but this is starting of our new season. Year two. Year two. Year two. We started a year ago with Halloween. Quite enjoyable. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. We, 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 we didn't start year two with Halloween. No, we started with Predator, but I like to forget that one. Why? I thought it was a great episode. It's still one of our best episodes, in my opinion. I think Halloween was a better episode. I think Robin Hood was a better episode. No. Predator was our first episode, but we are we are here. Um, we are queer. And um, get, get used to it. Yep. Get and then... Yeah, I was waiting for him to come in. We have a we have we have a special guest in the studio, right? Yeah. To celebrate our our one um, year anniversary. One year anniversary. Oh, actually, no, no. We celebrated that last episode. What did you think of the show? It was wonderful. I thought it was a wonderful show. Wonderful. <laughs> Had a lot of fun. Some special guests. Some, uh, you know. It, it's a mystery. It's a it's a it's it's a mystery. Yes, it, it was. It but was that's a, in the past, man. <laughs> that's in the past. I don't want to talk about the past. But 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 we're, we're going forward. We're going forward in our in our second year. Um, we got we got a schedule already <laughs> set out all the way through April at this point. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. I sent it to you. Oh, that's right. We that's right. We do. I'm sorry. I was thinking. Of, um, yes, we do. So, uh, um, but the the leaves are turning, and they have been turning. There's, there's a crispness in the air. I see a bunch of pumpkin beers being drank now, and and uh, I I think this is one of uh, our favorite times of year. That would be, um, and we're having a visit by the Wizard of Oz right now. That would be uh, it's October now. October. And it is it is Halloween season. Yep. And just like last year, I think the two movies that we're covering. For this Halloween season, uh, I think there's some two good choices. Yeah. Um, in for the Halloween episode, um, and if you're still in the hol- if if you're in the Halloween spirit and you want some more, you can always go back to the recording of uh, our Friday the 13th special, which was awesome as well. Yeah, everything that, we do. That is... was that was a great time. Oh yeah. It's like it's it was so good. It's hard to remember all of it. It is. It is. <laughs> I had lots to drink. Uh, there were some laughs to be heard by all. I just can't believe it was the first time you ever actually watched Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and I thought I thought you know I did a pretty good job. Uh, pretty good job. Uh, you know, I just thought keeping you know, up that halter top you were wearing was a bit much. Yeah, well, Scott likes that, and you know, want to get him a little excited, throw him off a little bit. He was way excited, man. I don't know why the hell he kept grabbing my leg like that. I didn't get them. He kept on bumping around and stuff when he was turning around. I mean, just What's because going uh, on? just because I call him sugar tits doesn't mean I want him grabbing mine. What's up, homie? <laughs> you got a little monster outside. You think? He is gonna be a little monster. So, uh, so the first movie that we are covering for he, year two. For year two, we'll just call it year two. We lasted a year, which is awesome as well. JB's driving year two. Go back to the archives. Um, the 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 first. Movie that we're covering for the Halloween season and in year two is the 1996 horror classic. Uh, I'll say 1996 classic. I don't know if I would call it a horror. Uh, okay. I don't know. I I I watched this movie. Um, 
I watched this movie, and uh, it brings back a lot of memories. It should for us because um, we were Dr. Mumble's age. When yeah, I mean, I was 21 when this You movie were 21, came out. so we were around Dr. Mumble's age. Yeah. Um, yeah this, we have Trey tonight. Oh, I, okay, so we got rid of Dr. Mumbles. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Your father wanted us to call you Dr. Mumbles first. So Actually, you weren't supposed to bring it up because we were going to bring him back as Dr. Mumbles, but now you've ruined it. I can always cut it out. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, so, <sighs> Scream, 1996 brings up a lot of memories just because if these movies, uh, you just look at the stuff, the fashion, the music. <sighs> yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I, I want to wait. Women, the women, yeah, are ridiculous. <laughs> oh. it, it, you know, <laughs> Rose McGowan oh. is just oh. ridiculously wonderful. hot in this movie. She's wonderful, isn't she? Well, she was ridiculously hot in this and Jawbreakers. Yes. Uh, then, eh, yeah, I don't I don't remember anything else that she was just that hot in. But those two movies were ridiculous. Yes. But we're going to, and in the, the cast, when we get to the cast, pretty sick. So, this movie, Scream, it was the originally called Scary Movie, which then what eventually they ended became. ended up calling the spoof. The of spoof the of it, yeah. Um, but it was changed by the Weinstein brothers, the famous. <laughs> 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 yes, that Weinstein, who um, might have hanged himself by now. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, they were. They decided um, the, the change because uh, old uh, Fancy Pants Harvey was listening to Michael Jackson's song "Scream" in his car. I'm not sure if he was joined by somebody else. Oh, with his brother Rob, they both like the title for a horror movie as "Scream." Well, I mean, it's a good title, that's, but and that's what women do when they're around Harvey these days. You know, and the, in the truth past, is, they scream. Well, they would scream right after they were done whatever they had to do and to get into his fucking movie. Bleach all over themselves. Um, but uh, I'm sure Rose McGowan had to do something. <sighs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway, but uh, she's... Uh, uh, but I, I think it's a good movie title. Do you remember when that, move, when that song came out? Wasn't that the duet with Janet? Where um, they were in space and all that weird shit, and no. like it was like a big deal with the video. No, that wasn't Scream. I don't know. I just I don't know. You oh, said you don't remember? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that was one thing Michael Jackson always did well was release big time videos. I mean, yet Thriller, which was huge release. Yes, he's a massive release. You know, his Black or White was a huge release. Uh, beat it was a huge release when it came out. I mean, everything that he yes, seemed to get involved a, with was a big deal. Beat It is a huge release all the time. So, yeah, you're right. Speaking of beating it. <laughs> my, my son Trey is with us tonight. If anyone here knows about beating it. Yes, if anybody knows about beating it. Hum us a few bars. Just <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. <laughs> just, just beat it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, but uh, but, but so the, the screenwriter Kevin Williamson for this movie, 
was partially inspired, I don't know if you read about this before in preparation for this, was uh, inspired by a real-life series of student murders in uh, lovely Gainesville, Florida, back in 90, uh, perpetrated by the killer Danny Rowling, who was later dubbed the Gainesville Ripper. Oh, about God. originality. Yeah. Um, isn't it everybody the Ripper nowadays? Yeah, and he was also... All, freaking ridiculous. Also partially inspired by... John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, yeah, I guess I could see that. I, I have my issues with this movie. I, <laughs> we'll I'm get there. Not, we'll get okay. there. references to it. Did the, you the, the ton of references in this movie? Did you see this movie? Did you watch yeah, this of movie? Yeah, course he did. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just you know. I mean, he does. You even watched Game of Thrones? No, no, we don't watch Game of Thrones in my house. Okay, that's fine. I have no interest, and my kids are not allowed to watch anything that has dragons in it. <laughs> what, what about TNA? DNA? TNA. Oh, TNA. Oh, yeah, they can see all that. I don't know what I'm supposed I'm allowed to say. <laughs> DNA. I'm allowed to say You're allowed right to say whatever the fuck I, you want. I just, I, I just, you know, I don't want to. What, corrupt my youths? fucking child? Yeah. I mean, we I mean had... he's my child. <laughs> he's been listening to ICP and NWA okay, since okay, he was one. Okay, I get it. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. That's fine. That's like my daughter. Her first song that she, the one of the first things she ever said was "Psycho Killer." She okay. used to sing along to "Psycho Killer." Okay. Run, run away. Um, I'm just curious because sometimes we have fragile people, and I mean, oh, like, he's not fragile. About he's seven got thick skin. About seven weeks ago, we had Brian Griffiths in the studio, and you know, he's he's a little little pee. Eh. I love that song, by <laughs> the way. I've always loved that song. And um, did you know that Romero was actually thought about George Romero, uh, the late George Romero, uh-huh. who recently passed, um, the legendary uh, horror director, um, was originally pro- uh, approached to, to direct this movie. Uh, I don't know that he would have helped. I, I mean, this is definitely like a younger vibe to it. Yes. So I don't know that he would have been a good choice, per se. I mean, he's fine. George Romero does well, especially with the zombie stuff. Um, but I don't know that it was really... This movie would not have been as good if George Romero had been the director. What about Sam Raimi? <sighs> he was also approached. Now, if for those who don't know, Sam Raimi is a dear to uh, our hearts, I guess you can say. Yeah, I, I pretty much love everything Sam Raimi does, including Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, <laughs> which I know most people think is the worst thing ever, but it's Oh, not. no. No, there's there's other things that are worse than that. Have you ever Sam heard of a Remy? movie called Pet Cemetery? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Just go fuck yourself. The um, that's, but yeah, that's no, I don't, I don't even know if he would be right for this. Well, he, then the person that they originally that they they finally settled on Wes Craven. I mean, Wes Craven was perfect for this mostly because of what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. which was basically spoof John, you know, Wes Craven's and John Carpenter's movies. And that, I mean, that's it wasn't a spoof. It was still a horror movie, but it was more spoofing those old horror movies mm-hmm. and giving it a new twist. Right. So it, it was, you know, it was definitely a new thing, and it was nice to have one of those. It, the only reason I think Wes Craven works is because he kept evolving over time. Sam Remy has a style. 
okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know that you need that, you know, first-person camera, you know, kind of a- aggressive style that Sam Remy has. I don't know that you would have need needed that for Scream. Plus, I don't, you know, I mean, I think he would have done well with, like, the Dewey stuff, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, because Dewey was basically... You know, a uh, an homage to um, uh, uh, oh, motherfuck Andy Griffith. Um, Andy Griffith's deputy. Opie, uh, not Opie. That was his son. Uh, I don't know. I don't oh, watch for that Christ's show. sakes, dude. I don't uh, watch that. Don Knotts. It, it, it played uh, Knotts Landing. What are you fucking talking about? Throwing it out there because I don't know where you're going with this. I was just saying that they, you know, Dewey was a obvious homage to Don Knotts' character from Andy Griffith. Okay, I didn't know that. I mean, it, it's I just saw former WCW champion. He wouldn't have been former WCW champion at that point. Well, that was 1996. Watching, he wasn't former. I, I, 19, I know, WCW but I was until I'm watching, 1999. When I was watching this, when I was watching this, and right. that would have been after. Ready to rumble, sir. I want to cover. I want to do ready to rumble. We will. We have I to. I so want to do ready I to rumble. I figure probably WrestleMania, WrestleMania time next year. Yes. I mean, we have plenty of wrestling movies. Yes. But I still want to get to They Live. That's a fucking phenomenal movie. Yes. That is a great movie. God damn, it's a great movie. And I, you know, it, it, it really, I don't know how well it holds up because it's been a while since I've seen it, mm-hmm. but I really dug that movie. So did I. So. I like the style. Anyway, cinematography. So scream. Wait, uh, wait, 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 the scream. The, I mean, talk about an all-star cast from the nine, the mid nineties. Well, I think it's that's kind of true, and it's kind of it was a catapult movie for a lot of other people. It was. So you know, you had Matthew Lillard, mm-hmm. who Place previously, two. before you know, this was his biggest role was as Matt Lynn. In the old Nickelodeon skate TV, mm-hmm. so I mean that was kind of his biggest role before Scream came out, mm-hmm. and now after Scream, role after role after role yes. for quite a while, quite all a the while. way up until like I think it was Wing Commander that really kind of fucked over Freddie P- Prince Jr. and Matthew. Yeah, Lillard. that was um, that was the after that. Then they started doing the like curse. a lot of you know kind of Netflix shittier movies. movies. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> he, he did do 13 Ghosts, which I love. Yes. Uh, the remake of 13 Ghosts. Starring Shan Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he's done, he did plenty of movies. I mean, of obviously, you know, some of the biggest ones he did were the Scooby movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never saw any of them. Shaggy Rogers and both of the Stephen. They're fucking great. Both of them You've are great. You've seen all of them haven't seen Game of Thrones. Okay. And then, all, and he did the voice for Shaggy in a lot of the cartoons. Okay. So that was kind of a big deal. Anyway, so... You got Nev Campbell. <laughs> Nev Campbell, who had just kind of came off of, what was it, Party of Five? Party of Five, and I believe she was in The Craft as well. Uh, she had done The Craft before which, this. Man, that was a good movie. Which I, 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 I dug that movie I, yeah. as well. Um, but Talk about Beat It. This was her starring role, <laughs> though. Yeah, I mean, this, this was the what, role that kind of catapulted were her. her coming out role. Um, Back before she gained 80 pounds, this was her role. And to be honest with you, after this, she kind of went and she did the, um, the one with things. the wild, I was going to say, Wild Things with uh, Denise Ro- uh, yeah, Richards. Yeah. 
But then, really, outside of that, she kind of floundered somewhat, too. I mean, she... The, the the biggest roles that she had after Scream were the sequels to Scream. Sequels, yes. Um, she didn't have a whole lot. No. Uh, so she was like a rising star who kind of just disappeared. No, she didn't um, disappear. She actually got bigger. Physically, she got bigger. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh, you had Rose McGowan. Yes. Uh, now, Rose McGowan, like we said earlier, He's she was turbo hot phenomenal. in this movie and Jawbreakers. And yes. Jawbreakers was her starring role. Yes. Uh, this was kind of her catapult mo- that that was pushing her up to, you Just, know, a starring role, she which she got in Jawbreakers. Max and she did magazine. A, oh, oh yeah. She was oh. on the cover of almost every magazine she's, for she's like a year or two. Beautiful in this movie. Um, but then she just kind of disappeared. Like her, as soon as her look started to go a little bit, she was gone. Oh, so, she, she, I mean, she her acting her was never the best. Never the best. Um, she was fine for what she did, but, you know, that coupled with the fact that she decided to get into a relationship with Brian Source, mm-hmm. who's better known as Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, yeah. Uh, that kind of, you know, she decided to go into a weird direction with Marilyn Manson doing, like, when she did the uh, pornographic shit in, I think it was 8 millimeter. Maybe Isn't that the one that they did? That was with Nicolas Cage. I know it was Nick Cage, but I think that was the one that had uh, Marilyn Manson, and she was in it in the um, in the snuff films. Yeah, she might. I, I, I don't think know, it was either that one, or it was one of the, or it was like the Lost Highway, or one of those other ones. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Do you where listen to they Marilyn Manson? Doing that. Uh, I listen to some of the songs. I don't know if I know all of them though. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I kind of stopped listening after uh, Mechanical Animals. Whoa, that's way too high on me. I get tried. Um, well, I think you were actually his. His might even have been picking me up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so anyway, the um, so she just kind of disappeared after yeah. she got together with Marilyn Manson, and then you have yeah, Skeet Ulrich. Skeet Ulrich. Now Skeet Ulrich. I thought he was going to be the next Johnny the Depp. next Johnny Depp, right? I mean, that's where it looked like he was going with this role. He ended up being the next Skeet Ulrich, basically, <laughs> because right after this, he his next big role was as good as it gets as a homosexual. You know, uh, he he had the uh, a homosexual gigolo who ended up rolling. Um, uh, fuck! I can't think of his name. The talk soup guy. No. For the, no. you didn't you ever see as good as it gets? I, apparently, it wasn't as good as it gets for me. Oh no. well, Cuba Gooden Jr. was really good in that movie. Uh, uh, Jack, of course, Jack Nicholson is good in just about everything he does. Uh, I can't think of the dude's name, but Skeet Ulrich was kind of set the whole movie in motion. Oh, yeah. But it was more or less a, a small role. And the next thing you knew, he was kind of doing, you know, I, I think that he ended up doing um, the... the Who, Skeet Ulrich? White do- yeah, Skeet Ulrich. With, uh, yeah. He did a movie with Cuba Gooden Jr. with uh, in Alaska with the dogs. Oh, yeah? Do you remember that? Called Dog Sledding? Nah, yeah. Whip him? I don't remember, dude. It, who gives a shit? It was a dumb yeah, fucking shit, Disney let's, movie. Let's get rid of Skeet Ulrich. But Skeet Ulrich, he went on to have like a pretty successful career behind the scenes, though. Yeah, Producing and Cartoon he's, Network bullshit, and, stuff. and he's now reappeared in Riverdale. 
the That's show right, Riverdale, Riverdale which is uh, about kind of a big deal on the CW. The CW. So I don't know if it's the pickup or if it's my headphones. I'm not sure what it is, yeah, dude, but something. I am like super loud over here. Um, so <clears throat> who else was there? There was, oh, how could we forget? Oh, was shit. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Who, I, at this point, I think we've already kind of discussed how she did not translate from TV to movies well at all. No. And we kind of went through a lot of that in our Ace Ventura yes. episode, which... Sucks. I, the, the episode itself sucked. The yes. movie uh, sucked even worse. Wor- our worst episode. Um, so I, I wouldn't even tell anybody to go fucking listen to that. We're but. being honest. We're not these... You know these schleps. Yeah, go listen, listen to it because we're so that, great that on everything. No, that episode sucked, and, and the we movie we sucked. we blame the people who suggested doing a comedy. Um, so it's entirely their fault. But if you're really if you're if it's you're feeling you know masochistic, then you can go back and go listen back to and listen to it. Uh, and basically, we discussed how her career just never really went anywhere. anywhere. Friends was her. She was the David Caruso. Yeah, dude, really. She was. I mean, because essentially, you know, everybody knows David Caruso's career. He comes out in NY. We covered PD that. Blues. We covered that in a previous episode. Oh, we did. Yes. Okay, then I won't go through it again. So, you know, you're right. That's exactly what she was, except for the fact that she never really got another big TV role. Right. Whereas at least Caruso got. Well, you know. Yeah, you're right. Uh, CSI. CSI. And then, of course, we have Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy, which that was a weird, it was a good role for him, but it's one of those weird things where you, you remember the character and you forget that Jamie Kennedy is the one who you played You do, it. I agree. You remember um, the character. The character stands out. Yeah, because he's a nerdy character, but Jamie Kennedy really never usually plays like a nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of a weird scenario for him to be scenario. in that role. You don't like the use of the word scenario? No. Honestly, you know. What would you, you prefer know, me to you say? You know who makes fun of it all the time? The way you say scenario? Me? The way I say yeah. it? Or the way it's said? The way that you say it. Well, what's different between me and it's you? Scenario. Scenario. Yeah, you scenario. Say, you say scenario. Like Mario. With a it's s- scenario. <laughs> scenario. <laughs> now, every time we're listening to the podcast in the car, whenever you, and you say it a lot. Oh, Mika's I do? Like, Mika's like, ah, I can't take this. Oh, my Scenario. God. I didn't even know I said it a lot. Yeah, you should have said something. I would have no, been I just, conscious you, of you it. You know, just like throwing any a little puppy dog on the bus. It's funny. Okay. Um, Sue, Sue, Scenario. Scenario. <laughs> okay, so so Scream. Scream up until... Oh, but little... you forgot one. Even though we kind of mentioned him earlier, the former WCW champion. Oh, we didn't talk about Yeah, 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 David so Arquette. David Arquette, who at this point in his career does more uh, directing than he does anything else, um, directing and producing. He's, he's of the famed but, Arquette family. Yeah, and, and I think he's, he's not the least uh, uh, talented of the Arquettes, no. that's for sure. No. That would have been, what, Chaz or whatever the fuck he's calling himself this week. Patricia or Rosanna? Was there was the other one. The that, other one? That the transsexual. You don't remember all that shit? No. It was, it was like... I try to block all that shit. There was, there was another Arquette, and I think it was a woman who turned into a man. Oh. 
And I can't. I think it was Chaz. Oh, oh, I did. I forgot or to say something like that. So I, I remembered that uh, several weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. Several weeks ago, Greg Klein. Uh, I, I forgot to tell you this. Greg Klein finally listened to the. Uh, you could have waited until our next show to tell me about it. No, well, yeah, I could have, but. Okay, go ahead. So. I just want you to know he listened to the Demolition Man, which is also in the archives. That that, that episode dropped all the way back in August. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, he his quote saying, um, "I also enjoyed you trying to spin the show as some kind of enigmatic avant-garde performance art." Who me or just uh, in general? Just in general. Oh, okay. He he appreciate. He's mocking us so. He's uh, still banned from the studio. How? It, it's performance art now. Yeah, it's performance art. Why? He because I said something. He didn't explain. No, I explained. I think he's getting to the point where I said something. I had to go back and listen. It's been several weeks. Um, about me saying like people don't understand why we're so over the top. Something along the lines of that. Well, we're we're being ourselves at eleven. Yes. I mean, that's really where it, what we're doing. I mean, and that's fine. Yeah, we're doing that because we hate political correctness. We hate censorship. So we're just, we, and it's our... And I think Greg show. is just egging us to hate him again. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he admitted he was kind of smug and saying, uh, you know, why he didn't want to do the show. So maybe he's looking at his faults, probably trying to sneak his way into the studio. But, he, uh, he, what's he? Yeah, uh, that's a possibility. No, maybe year two. Yeah, he's maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe year three. Anyway, back to the movie. Okay, you were saying about um, the chat. Yeah. I don't you know, know what? why he I, can do the Rambo episode, the First Blood episode uh-huh. next year. Uh, if if he says that, if he'll come on and do the the Rambo yell, that's fine. I, that works. If he does that, then he can come on and and do the episode. Uh, that's that works for me. So the, that that works for me, and also we're gonna film him as as a, a in Rambo the in the backyard. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna film him. We're gonna dress him as Rambo, and we're gonna film his ass, and we're gonna use it as a promo video for the episode. That's how you can win our hearts over. Yeah, that's all you got to do, that's, Greg. That's all you got to do, and to to make it extra special, we'll actually let you shoot your co-host Brian Griffiths. Yeah. <laughs> A real Shoot him gun. with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> with an exploding head. <laughs> so Brian runs a, fruit, a few feet before exploding. <laughs> we'll actually tie Brian down and let Greg... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> what a fuck not. We bring this to you. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. so uh, I don't know why I, you know, you start talking about transactional. I, I, I have no idea why I want. No, in year two, are we trying to get a sponsor for the show? Maybe. <laughs> I, I think uh, Blue Chew sponsors <laughs> just about anything. <laughs> we should contact them. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we got a steady stream of listeners. We do, we do. So we do. Uh, you know, <laughs> why not? <laughs> 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 so, uh, okay, so... Um, so let's, let's talk about this damn movie, okay? Scream. Do we want to talk about... Actually, we should probably do about a couple-minute like, run-up of where horror is at this point. Well, yeah. It's important I, because, you know, if you, if you, 
if you really want to get a good grip of horror up to ha- Halloween, go back in the archives, listen to Halloween. It's one of our best episodes, as Paul said earlier. It really is. Um, but horror up to this point has kind of like fizzled out. Well, like Paul and a date from Match.com kind of fizzled out. That's partially true. <laughs> but, so, but at this point in the, in the, in the mid-90s, it, you know, it's, it's become all cartoonish. Sequels. It's all in the cartoonish sequels from what gave horror that you know was born back. Yeah, in you had Halloween. your you had the renaissance of horror that happened in the late seventies, uh-huh. and then it turned into a more of a formulaic type of movie through the eighties, and then you yeah. got to the later eighties, and that formula became more and more silly. So like you, Doctor Giggles. Well, sure, I mean Doctor yeah. Gill, the dentist. Yes, uh, you know weird shit like that, which was now being pushed as the... It, it was... It, I mean, look at the WWE at the time. The WWE, the, in 1996, the big star... Their stars were a trash man and a fucking uh, hockey goalie and, yeah. you know, st- stupid shit like that. And their biggest star, of, co- star, of course, was The Undertaker. Yeah. At the time, The Undertaker was a total gimmick. A total gimmick, I mean, gimmick, yeah. at this point, The Undertaker's like the cool old guy. But yeah. back then, he was, literally he was literally the undertaker. an undertaker with, you know, dark circles under his eyes. And, and you know, he was coming out with Paul Bearer and shit. Yeah. Um, so it, it's... Tell it, man. Everything was kind of gimmicked. Everything yes. was kind of a joke. Everything was, you know, it was right on the edge of where we were. We were coming out of the grunge area... Getting into more silly shit in music, we were getting into more silly shit all over the place. People were becoming a lot more adventurous as well. Mm-hmm. So that all kind of led to where this movie kind of comes from, yes. because this movie is and you know an amalgamation of everything that had happened over the last fifteen years had all culminated into Scream and this new concept of like the ultra realistic horror movie, um, which, of course, has now spawned off into, you know, tons and tons of other shit like yeah. Paranormal Activity right. and the Blair Witch Project and all these other, you know, almost like a reality television horror movie yeah. type thing. Um, yeah. So it, it this movie is kind of responsible for oh, that so, whole genre. And, and plus, you know, the I'm going to, I know what you did last summer and well, there, those there's... Were, Continuations of yes, Scream. They were all, yeah. They, they spurned this, as you said. They spurned Scream, really catapult this new genre of horror. And it was movies. the real and in the biggest difference between Scream and I know what you did last summer and the old horror movies was in the old horror movies, it was the unstoppable force. Yes. In these movies, the killer gets his ass kicked. Yes. Scream, the first thing that you notice, the first thing I noticed when I watched Scream, you know, in 1996 when it came out in the movies, was Ghostface getting knocked knocked down by Drew Barrymore at yeah. the beginning of the movie. Yes. And I was like, holy shit, this is a new concept. Mm-hmm. Him getting, I mean, yeah, you know, Jason would get knocked down and then he would get right back up, but it was never kind of like that goofy prank fall type yes. getting knocked down yes. that happened in this movie. And it was more realistic. The whole concept was more realistic all the way around. What do you think about it, Trey? Uh, I agree. Okay, thanks. Some, some, some fucking 
A1 commentary there. Well, you haven't said much either. You got, I don't th- usually let anybody talk. <laughs> yeah, I just throw in the quips that, you know, little darts at you. Little so, darts. anyway. I just can't get the image of Greg Klein wearing the, the Rambo outfit <laughs> hunting Brian Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> 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 All right, let's so so you mentioned Drew Barrymore. Who do we who we didn't mention in, in the list of actors because um well because she was a cameo. She well she actually signed on originally <laughs> to play uh Sidney Prescott, who never not plays. a surprise at all. She originally signed on, but then she found she had other commitments where she couldn't um she couldn't film. So she, but she still wanted to be in this movie as Casey Becker, uh, and that's where the movie starts off. Now, the the only thing I'll say about Drew can Barrymore, I, can I fucking just you know say something that you can say the Drew Barrymore stuff after I get this started because I was about to dive in this shit. Yeah, you want to start the movie, and I'm trying to avoid yeah, starting. Uh, the movie. Why are you trying to avoid starting a movie? So we can get all this shit out, and then we can zoom through the movie. We can say this shit about Drew Barrymore, and because you've, you know, you've beat it to Drew Barrymore several times. I'm sure, no, n- never once, not even to Poison Ivy. Really? Yeah. You're a tr- big Drew Barrymore fan. I like Drew Barrymore a lot. But I, th- I mean, no, you were when you were Trey's age, painting the ceilings with Drew Barrymore. No, I. Nope. I think you're lying. I'm not. I, I had no problem telling you that I painted the ceilings plenty of times, but never to Drew Barrymore. Okay. Really? I thought yeah. you were into Drew Barrymore. I was. How's that water taste? That's great water. Does it give you the fucking microphone? No. Barely. We can barely hear you. Yeah. Okay. The anyway. microphone needs to be about an inch away from your mouth when you speak. All right. <clears throat> anyway, so we start with uh, Drew Barrymore as Casey Becker. Uh, just, I guess the movie just starts off with a ring in the phone. The Conair 1996 Christmas present special phone. And she picks it up while she's making popcorn. What the hell is that noise? Is that your fraud alert? Somebody from Uganda just purchased a freaking LG TV, an LCD, an <laughs> LG TV. <laughs> 1080i. <laughs> Don't stare at me with those loving eyes. It makes me blush. See, the, the problem with me not jumping in and actually speaking is... I have no idea when you're done talking. Well, then just jump the fuck in. But I did, and then you yelled no, at me. No, no, no. I wanted to get started. You jumped in. You jumped in. As, like, literally, I said Drew Barrymore. Another thing about Drew Barrymore. You can let me go. This is flashbacks to several weeks ago when we had Brian Gross to bring these assholes up. I couldn't get a damn sentence out with him jumping in. But jump in after we can after I freaking you know set up the first scene because the first scenes, you know, it's kind of a big deal. Yep, kind of a big deal. I agree. 
So she's making the pop secret. No, it's like, what is it? A pop secret pop? Or no, it's that, that tin Jiffy full pop? Jiffy pop. Thank you. See? Trey's new co-host, apparently. Yep. So he's uh, she's making the Jiffy Pop where someone calls the wrong number, um, hangs up. But it, so this eventually leaves this back and forth where she's picking up the phone. This guy's trying to flirt with her on the phone. Um, asked her if she, uh, if she has a boyfriend. Um, she's like, at first she's like, I don't think so. Then she uh, looks out, and there's there's these glass windows everywhere, and doors. Glass windows, really? Fuck As yeah, opposed I'm, to fuck, what? I'm cutting that out, so don't even try. We look at Trey for you. Gonna throw you a lifeline. This is the same bullshit every fucking week, dude. He says the most ridiculous nonsense constantly, and I'm constantly pouring him out, and then he just cuts him out of the episode. Does it every fucking week? Actually, I don't. There's not much I, I cut he out. He cuts everything that he does. I do not. I leave, I'll leave this in. It's fucking funny. Um, so he eventually asked her who, I mean, he eventually asked uh, her um, what her name is because he wants to know who he's looking at. Ooh, scary. Ooh, scary. Ooh. Uh, and she questions him. Like, didn't you just say who I'm looking at? You hear? Like, oh no, no, no! You misheard me. Um, then she looks outside, and you see the pool, and there's this steam, just this mist going across the pool. Yep. Where does that come from? It comes from the heat. No, it was coming from. It from the fog. It was machine. coming. It was coming from the fog machine. It was coming from the fog machine because it wasn't on top of it. It was coming across the pool. Okay. It was coming from the fog machine. All right. It's like mist. It was a mist. Yeah. So there's there's a ghost in this movie that we don't even know about. <coughs> the weather isn't really a ghost. Speak into the yeah. mic. Speak up, boy. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, Loving dude? affection from your father looking over at you. He just wants you to speak in the microphone. Um. Then she goes around locking all the glass doors because he's starting to threaten her. And all the glass windows, too. And all the glass windows as well, <laughs> not the metal windows. Um, then, then, then she starts, yeah, eventually starts freaking out because there's some guy on the phone creeping her out, saying she's, he's stalking her on the outside. He says, I got a boyfriend named Steve. And he's, he's big and he plays football. football. So he's like, so the guy on the phone asked her to look out the window. I mean, the uh, one of the glass doors. And we see Steve, who doesn't look like a football player at all. Looks like he stars in a Nutcracker suite. It's Paul Walker. That's not Paul Walker. Yes, it is. It was? It was really Paul Walker? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, one of his first roles. Fashion and the Furious Paul Walker. No way. Yeah. Check it out, sir. Well, Paul Walker looks like he belongs in the Nutcracker suite. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe me. You can talk. You know, this is... <clears throat> I don't know anything about Paul Walker, so... He's the guy from Fast and the Furious. He's dead. Never seen Fast and the Furious. He died in a car accident. <laughs> Ironically enough. 
You never saw any of the Fast and the Furious movies? No. I was just never really interested in racing movies. <sighs> I liked him better. He didn't... What, what was that other movie he did? Where he was... He was a cop, thing. and it was like a whole city block was You lying off. sack of shit. It wasn't played by Paul Walker. Who was it? Kevin Patrick Walls. No fucking way. Yes. No way. way. I don't think so, sir. Dad damn you. This is Paul Walker. Well, whatever his name is, Kevin Patrick Walls looks like it belongs in the nut- Nutcracker Suite. So then the guys. There's no fucking way. That was I'm, Paul no, that was not Paul Walker. That was not Paul Walker. Did you like watch like um, uh, Brokeback Mountain? No, he wasn't in Brokeback Mountain, was he? No. How do you know? Because I've actually seen the goddamn movie. I can't hear you. Pick up your microphone. We're doing a show here. Do, 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 do. Okay, anyway, so we're going to keep going. So then the, the caller on the phone says, we're going to play a game. If you get it right, Steve lives. Please don't do that. Come on, it'll be fun. Please. It's an easy category. Please. Movie trivia. I'll even give you a warm-up question. Don't do this, I can't. Name the killer in Halloween. No. Come on, it's your favorite scary movie, remember? He had a white mask. He stalked the babysitters. No. Come on. Yes, you no. do. Please. What's yes, Steve's please. counting on you? Michael. Michael. Yes. Very good. Now for the real question. No. What you're doing so well. If you answer this correctly, then uh, I'll let your I'll let Paul's Paul Walker live. Who's hanging out by the pool all tied up. First question is, who was the bad guy in Halloween? And I was confused about this answer because I forgot. I haven't seen this movie in a while because I was, you know, watching this movie makes me depressed, which I was back in, you know, 96. And when she says Michael Myers, I was like, wait a second. I thought it was the shape. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? You are Paul Drogas' son, and you don't know that the original name of the villain in Halloween was The Shape. Oh, I thought you said a sheep. Oh, shape. I'm sorry. Shape. The Shape. Yeah. No, The Shape. The Shape. Because I thought that was what they called him. I mean, they, he was Michael Myers, but he was The Shape as the bad guy. I know they use that in a, one of the... I forget the name of it. It's a video game, but they have him in it. Really? I think it's Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight? Where he's, a, he's called The game? Shape in it. Really? But that's, to me, when I think of Halloween, uh, The Shape is the bad guy. Like, Michael Myers. I guess you're right, dude, but there's, I swear to God, I thought that was Paul Walker. I swear to you, I thought that was him. We're going to have a freaking redux of the Iron Man episode soon. Fuck you. I'm not going to do that. We're past that. We're in year two. We're, this is a, a bright new season. Fine. Just go with it. Whatever. But wouldn't you have answered that? I would have answered the shape. I and I would not have been wrong. What do you think, Paul? Uh, I think that they were looking for the generic answer, which was Michael Myers. Okay. So she gets this right. And then 
he's like, okay, you got to answer this next question. You guys can live or something along that. And she and he and the guy on the phone. Steve can live. It was a warm up. Oh, it was a warm up. It was a warm up. And the question is, who was the bad guy in Friday the 13th? And she immediately screams out, it's Jason. It was the wrong answer because, as you know, as you watched on the Friday the 13th uh, special that we had on Friday the 13th a couple weeks ago, um, it was actually uh, Michael Myers' mom. No, it was (laughs) Jason Voorhees' mom. Mrs. Voorhees. Because uh, she got that wrong, uh, Paul... Paul, uh, Paul Walker. Walker gets gets disavowed. <laughs> Paul Walker's twin brother. So she oh, lights up the pool lights, and there's a Paul Walker without his guts. It's all strewn out, rolling down his pants. His big starring role is over. What are you uh, shaking yeah. your head for? Because apparently the only other movie he did of any caliber was Blade. He was in Blade? Yeah. Who was he in the Blade? Krieger. Oh, so is it just some third part? You some know, third, some some tertiary guy. character vampire. Can you imagine named Krieger? Can you imagine that tryout? So I see you had your, uh, you know, your uh, testicles removed in uh, Scream. Uh, you're perfect for Blade. Yeah. Um, that was a horrible joke. Yeah, it was. But oh, it's okay. Remove that joke. It's horrible. Hey, you remove everything that's bad. So uh, <clears throat> you leave all the Paul Walker shit in now. <laughs> Ah, nah. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> so I said, uh, she eventually, she she's scared as shit now, and he's threatening her. He's going to see the end. He wants to see the insides of her. So she runs out the uh, runs out of the house, sneaks out of the house, and that's when she looks in, and you see the bad guy, goofy, goofy ghost face. Yeah. I mean, looking back on now, even his, I think his mask is goofy as shit. It is. It's... It's and I'm gonna criticize this movie at a certain point in it, but you see him like sneaking through it is lanky. I mean, there's nothing menacing about. I think the problem is is scary movie took away all the menace that may have been there. Um, when if you've seen scary movie, it's almost impossible to go back and watch Scream and not sit there and think this is goofy as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, when Scream first came out, though, it would, you know, that running in the background nonsense and shit like that, that was stuff that happened in all these horror movies. Um, so it wasn't as goofy as it ended up being. And yeah, the mask itself, I thought, was a decent enough mask. You thought so? Yeah, it was fine. But like I said, once you watch the spoof, once you watch Scary Movie, then all of a sudden, it's just goofy all of a sudden. It's just good. Just, I mean, the, but, but the actor, whoever portrayed Ghostface, even was uh, just... I don't know. Well, he was fallible. And that's, that was one of the big selling points, in my opinion, was he was fallible. And they had to use a generic mask because they, it, it's part of the movie. that yeah. It's a generic mask that you could get anywhere. Would you have rather it have been, you know, he he looked like a uh, a Mad Balls? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I think, but I I agree. I think it fits the movie. It does. I think it fits the movie. I just think it's go- he's goofy. So he so goofy ghost face eventually. Uh, and she's if, got the phone. On, she got the phone the entire time. But if you think about the two people that are supposed to be the killers, 
Yeah, they're both kind of goofy, goofy too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the one's definitely goofy. So yeah. it's it it fits. It fits. The role it fits the movie it fits everything around it's it. Just so, so just funny her looking back inside and he's just <laughs> it's it's a goofy scene. I mean, it is look back and look at it's like huh it's kind of funny. She's running she's at the front door and he runs behind runs <laughs> through the room. It's great. I think it's funny as shit, but it's back then, dude. It worked. It worked back then. Tassels. I mean, it was definitely oh, tense. Kind of oh yeah. Trey brings up a good point. Also, the tassels in the costume. <laughs> the ribbons. <laughs> like, a, like a Robin Hood dressed in black cloak with a, with a mask on. It really gives off Father Death vibes. Father Death? Who's Father Death? That's the name of the costume. That's what they... Uh, oh, they really? It's Father yeah. Death? No shit. I had no I think idea. It was. Yeah, if you... It, when they actually found... When Dewey showed up with it from the... Local convenience store. <laughs> it said Father Death. Whenever when he was going through that hallway, I was just thinking, you know, what's that? What's that tune? Do 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 do. <laughs> like he's tiptoeing all, <laughs> like Pink Panther style. Yes. <laughs> and of course, like any good um, horror, uh, horror, whatever the heroin, or whatever you want to call it. She just watches him. Doesn't take off in the woods. Oh, yeah, we forgot. She didn't call the police because he's like, oh, yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they'll never so, get here. So don't call the police. Just don't bother. Listen to the guy who's going to kill you. Oh, he's making sense now. I, I don't think I'm going to do that. And I, and I think you, you can't see the scene of Drew Barrymore Excuse getting stabbed me. from behind and not think I mean, of I the scary money movie like where he here. jabs it into uh, the breast implant. The breast implant. I mean, it's just, the problem is a scary movie really destroyed, destroyed, destroyed this fucking movie. Yeah, it, it did a great job of destroying this movie. <laughs> this is all me up in here. You handle that. I think the best one, of course, in all the scary movies was... <laughs> This movie is The black chick gets killed in the hey, movie baby. theater. Oh. We came back just in <laughs> It's just the best one. She's man. about to get it. Oh, with Shakespeare. He found Shut out she's a girl. Up. Yeah, I got you. I like the scene. I got you on camera. You on candy camera now. She's chewing her fucking popcorn. God damn. And then the fucking takes the phone call. <laughs> Hello? Hey, girl. I'm in the movie. Uh-huh, Shakespeare in love. For Christ's sake, will you just shut your trap? Please. Shut up! Hold on. I don't know why y'all is acting like this. My girlfriend already seen the movie. She said they don't need to stay together in the end. Oh. Oh. Right on. You sit down? Oh. Oh. Your ass is grass. goes to the bathroom, gets killed, she comes out, and they're all just like, <laughs> she's up in front of everybody. God damn! And then they all, he comes out and stabs the shit out of her, and they all start cheering. 
<laughs> it's fucking great. Yep, that is great. We did cover. Uh, I'm going to get you sucker back in uh, February. Yeah, who are the creators of that movie? Uh, back to the archives might be a decent one to cover, but it's no, not we're not doing that comic for a long time. Not for a long yeah. time now. So let's get. We keep. might have to change uh, uh, Blackula to Dolomite because I don't. I haven't been able to find Blackula. Oh, really? I'm having a hard time finding it. But maybe I just looked it in the wrong place. I'll look again. Stop looking in the western section. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get rid of Drew. <laughs> so then her parents showed up, but the scream ghost face killer gets up. Yeah. Why couldn't she scream? Why didn't she throw the phone? Well, there's you know, it wasn't in the script. It, it just yeah, it, it didn't. The, she gets stabbed in the chest, her. but she can't. Scream. She can't scream. You know, it's like. Um, that one movie we watched where he gets shot in the shoulder but is limping. Oh, I'm sorry, that was Cave Dwellers. That was a Mystery Science Theater episode. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, then her parents show up, and she's coming around the corner of the house trying to, as you say, can't scream because she's got a cut over her titty. Um, and then the ghost face color catches up with her. And that, as you said, there's this kind of a fight between the two where ghost face isn't exactly kicking her ass. He's kind of goofy guy, goofy guy, um, going back and forth, and she sees her parents walk up the stairs. I said tries to scream, but he ends up offing her now. Parents go inside, see the house is a wreck. They start worrying. Of course, the first thing he's like, call the police. No. The first thing is take care of the popcorn. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she takes, it's they don't want to burn the damn house down. Then we'll call the police. Then they'll call the police. Didn't he tell the... Uh, I don't remember. Didn't he tell his wife to go to their friend's house to call the police? Or I might be wrong. No. No, she picks oh, up the yeah. phone. Remember, she picks up the phone, and oh, she, yeah. hears, she hears Drew Barrymore on the other end. The only thing I remember was Drew Barrymore's mother's name was Martha. Remember those days when, like, you know, you actually had a house phone? Mm-hmm. And you, you know, if you picked it up and somebody else was on it, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Here's someone click it down. You never experienced that joy that we had. I have maybe once. I don't remember. House phones are like pay phones; they're a thing of the past, more or less. I mean, I have a house phone, but I nobody, never answer it. Nobody. It's just, it just. I don't even know who calls house phones anymore. And I'm probably getting rid of mine soon. Yeah. Could you yawn one more fucking time? Fuck right. you, dude. I'm trying to hold it's it in. Late. I've been. I've already worked like almost fifty hours this week. I'm fucking exhausted, and it's Thursday. Yeah, you're right. It's your burnt out. I forgive you. Um, so she ends up getting strung up on a tree. Mom goes out and sees her. Yeah, it, it takes them forever to chase her down and actually stab her, but it took them no time whatsoever to fucking hang her in a tree. String her ass up. Um, and gutter, gutter. Her, she shot all Barry Moore shot all of her scenes in the first five days of production, and she had to go off and do her own thing. And the the the, the guy who does the voice, Roger L. Jackson, um, his credits include uh, the Mojo Jojo from Powerpuff Girls. Ooh, yes. Uh, and and what Craven did, he separated Jackson from the actors and had to actually talk to him through the phone to get their actions more. Genuine. Mm. Ooh. 
And then we are introduced in the very next scene to the star of the movie, Nev Campbell. This is before she gained 100 pounds. Uh, she plays... She Sydney. is not that heavy. She, she, she packed on some pounds after she got some money. She did. She, I mean, she put some weight on, but not. she's not super fat or anything, well, I'm just, dude. I'm, dude I'm, I mean, she just did scare, uh, Scream 4. She looked fine. I'm, I'm being... Come on. I'm, I'm not... I'm not being... She just put on some weight. I'm just exaggerating it for humor. Really? Because I just didn't think it was funny. I do say... Uh, you know, it's not... It, you know, fat shaming is, you know, a real problem. It in, is. In society you today. Are, I'm sorry. I want to apologize. It's not nice to talk about people's Be weight. nice. Be nice. So it's one of those things that... Uh, that we practice in the Drogas household, right? Yes. Do you know your last name is Polish and it means dragon? I thought it was Czech or something like that. I don't know. I know it's European and it meant dragon. Who gives a shit? Why did your mom have the dragon wagon like license plate and all that shit then? There was just uh, wait because it rhymed. No, no, no. You, you, you told me when we were growing up that you were part dragon. I did not tell yes, you that. Yes, you did. What you, the fuck are you talking yes, you about? Did. We you, are. I just told you we're not even allowed to watch dragon movies in the house. Something happened that I'm not aware of, because you were all about being the dragon, doing something with your little lizard. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Can we do this movie? So we're introduced to Nev Campbell, who looks fantastic. And let me tell you something. Before she put all that weight on. <laughs> She's typing on her, uh, her Commodore 64 when Billy Loomis, Billy Loomis, I'm, I'm throwing you the ability to, to take Billy Loomis and Informed the audience where oh. Loomis came from. He comes in through the window. No, 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 no. Where, where does the name Billy Loomis where come does, from? I don't know. Come on. I you don't know where oh. Loomis comes from. Oh. No. Oh. Completely lost. Now you're going to be running through the woods when we do Rambo. What the fuck, dude? Oh. I mean, you've, oh. you've never seen Halloween. Oh, my God. Something's actually, going on here. Huh? I've never actually watched it fully. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, well, oh. I know what you're doing tomorrow. Oh. oh, I have every Halloween movie ever made, and you're watching them. Cool. Every fucking one of them. And then you get to come out and do a 500-word book report on where the name Billy Loomis comes from. Mm. Something's going on in the Dragon Wagon household. Something's going on, man. Something's happening I'm, here. I'm skeptical right now. What it is? I'm skeptical. And exactly clear. Someone who, you know, your dad goes to like 500 horror conventions a year. You know, they know him. I haven't there. been to one in years. They, they, they knew him. Like, you know, Kane Hodder and Paul. Oh, he doesn't know who Kane Hodder is. I know who Kane Hodder is. Sure you do. You don't know who fuck Billy Loomis is. You just watched the goddamn movie. You've never seen Halloween. What the fuck, dude? You're not my son. And it's the perfect time since it's October now to watch Halloween because we're in the 
the Halloween spirit all around. And I'm looking forward to going to the pumpkin patch this weekend. With the kids? With the kids. We're going to the pumpkin patch. It'll be a great time. Get some squash, maybe some corn. Okay. The brown and the brown corn. The brown corn. The brown yellow. So anyway, Nev is uh, playing the Oregon Trail, sixty-four. What? Oh yeah. And then we see uh, we're introduced to Billy Loomis, played by Skeet Allridge, comes to the window, and I saw a big fallacy right here, right now. I had an issue with this. I saw his pants on. <laughs> see, I I can't go there. We we know you're comfortable with your. Homosexuality. No, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. No, you said you're several that's several weeks homophobic. Ago, several weeks ago, you said that you're comfortable with your homosexuality on this very podcast. My homosexual tendencies, possibly. No, I might have s- said that. No, you said you're comfortable with your homosexuality. I don't think so. I think I would have said I'm comfortable with my homosexual tendencies as well as I'm comfortable with my sexuality. No, um, go back and go back to the archives. Okay, and Demolition. which episode is this now? Demolition Man, part one. Okay, I haven't listened to that. It was a laugh riot. Let me tell you something. When I say back to this movie, I noticed... I couldn't, you know, I went through the, the live version of Demolition Man. I'm not sure I could go back and listen to it again. I noticed on the on the, the wall there was an Indigo, po- Indigo Girls poster. Yes. So there's no way that Nev Campbell's character was straight. Good point. Right there, I ruined the entire movie because I realized the screenwriters didn't put their heart and soul in. Rather than the Indigo Girls, there should have been something. 96, she's got some money. Her dad works for Hilton. I don't know. Who do you think should have been up on the wall? Uh, The... um Probably God like, damn it. Uh, the band that played at the end of 10 Things I Hate About You. What was that? I can't think of the fucking name of the band. Um, <sighs> okay. Is it a boy band or something? No, it's chicks. It's like three chicks in a band, and it's... Baruch uh, Salt? No. That would have been a decent pick there, though. I think it would have been a great pick, but the Indigo but Girls... This, this, they're a little... These she's are. She's muff-diving. It would have been a little more um, poppy than Veruca Salt was. Wow. Oh. And they were, uh, It's I, I keep thinking better than Ezra, but that's not it. It's fucking, uh, uh, God damn, I can't think of the name of the band. Not the Cranberries. It's not the Cranberries. It's, it. they do, the song that they do the at, the end, at the end of uh, 10 Things I Hate About You is I Want You to Want Me. But oh, so that's not really that, helping at all. Now I can't. Yeah. Now I. I don't know. I don't know. It's. It's. It, it, they only had one big hit, and I cannot for the life of me remember the fucking name of the band. Um. But anyway, the, the point is, is in this scene, we up until this point it was kind of like generic music, but in this scene you hear the uh, the really cool version of "Don't Fear the Reaper." 
Yes. Uh, the really kind of bluesy, based out version. It's awesome. And it starts awesome. all the good music in this fucking movie. And the soundtrack is The fantastic. soundtrack of this movie is great. And that was big on Williamson <laughs> because um, he listens to the Halloween soundtrack when he was writing the script. Music is everything in horror. And, this, and the music in this, the, the score is very good, but the music that they use is phenomenal. It's all very bluesy, very like. You know, it, it gives a feeling. It gives a. It, it's almost like a cold feeling. It makes you feel like it's fall. Yeah, yeah, like it is now. Um, it's really, it's really interesting how the music in this movie can actually make you feel like it's October. Yes. And I, I don't. It's one of the few movies I've ever watched that can give you that kind of feeling, where it, you you start getting that feel of the the cold air and the fucking leaves. I don't know what it is about it, but that's the feeling that I get anytime I listen to the music in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Letters to Cleo. That's it. And that would be the fucking poster. That would, Letters to Cleo should be the poster. I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I, and that was just a, right off the top of my head. That's exactly the fucking poster that should have been up on the I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and we went a long way to get there. <laughs> Indigo Girls. I'm surprised uh, Killing Moon wasn't. Why not Melissa Etheridge? (laughs) Come to my window. What if God were (laughs) one of us? (laughs) There's a. There's a. I don't know. I don't remember who the fuck sung that. Who sung that song? Uh, That wasn't Etheridge. No, that was. Oh shit! Another one in the '90s. I know. She was another. I think she was straight, but I she always kind of reminded me of a dykey. She sang so much the music that she dyked yeah. out. Uh, what's what's um? I know you're talking about Sarah McLaughlin, right? Yeah, she did a lot of that kind of music. Yeah, Sarah, but she didn't do God was one of us though. I saw some mem mem. What are you going to call it? Where uh, it's this guy, this guy has his golden retriever next to him, and they're watching one of those uh, SPCA commercials with uh. Dog in a cage. <laughs> He's looking down at his dog. Is like, don't ever bitch about anything. <laughs> and you think you have it bad. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so what's... what's uh, That's right. It so, would have been better if it was a picture of uh, Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> you think you got it bad. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to wrap it up there uh, for part one of our review of Scream. Of course, uh, part two is coming to you next week as part of our month-long Halloween celebration. We always appreciate doing that. We actually just uh, taped Halloween 2 last night. Thought that was a good time as well. But this is this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. Make sure to follow us on social media, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Twitter, Facebook. We're out there. We need your support. Email us. Any movie suggestions you have, we appreciate it. Um, But in the meantime, enjoy the fall weather, enjoy the fall beer, especially pumpkin beers, and we will see you next week, part two of the original Scream.